question. What happens when you take spotty audio, screaming animals, Star Wars fatigue, creative struggle, and put them all in the same podcast? The answer is simple. You get our gang. All right. Hey, welcome to the Our Gang podcast. This is our second episode, so we finally have a name for the show. Uh, <laughs> today, I am here with my friend, uh, close friend, and special guest today, uh, who, you know, technically he's part of the podcast. Like, he, he should be showing up more than once, hopefully. Uh, David. David, David, I uh, prefer to go by Black Detective if that's okay. <laughs> Black, de- oh, okay, yeah. So he's the bl- actually, we're changing the name of the podcast to Black Detective <laughs> and the Learning Piano. <laughs> the, the Learning <laughs> Piano <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a PC game for kids, yeah. Um, Black Detective, learn about uh, uh what's, what's it called? I was gonna say, you might carefully fall through. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> learn about uh, racism and how to play the piano. <laughs> Hit this right key here. These keys actually represent. <laughs> oh, maybe we should. Uh, no, but I <laughs> open things off of just making like really insensitive race jokes. Yeah, we should. We should. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I guess I'll be a. I'm gonna be a stick. I'm gonna be a stick today. Just a stick. Just a stick, like like a, 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 a like rather like a branch. Oh, be a branch. poetic. Yeah. Beautiful. I think I want to. <laughs> I, I don't even know where you're about to go, but yeah. I'm pretty sure. I want you to draw me as a bottle of lube. <laughs> Just, <laughs> all right, we could do that. It's doable. I mean, think about your function, though, man. Just think about oh, your I function. I know what my function, <laughs> is. and I'm. In, I'm what's the word? Depraved. I have it's. I just need this, man. <laughs> in any in any form I can get. And if I if this is the capacity in which I exist in that world, then that's that's okay. All right, man. All right. Well, we gotta. <laughs> and also, I think it's just hilarious imagining you like drawing that. Yeah. Being forced to draw that. <laughs> Somebody looking over your shoulder expecting them to be like, cause you have all these really amazing art pieces around and you look over like, you're like, Oh, I wonder what Jalen's drawing. It's that, just fucking <laughs> You know what I think is even funny? I think is that we could work together in tandem. Like as items. <laughs> <laughs> With enough determination. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh only the only uh the history is you know, told by the victors. Uh <laughs> so yeah. I was I I I uh I brought David in specifically um for a couple things. He he's well versed in music, you know. He he's a uh fellow musical collaborator uh with myself and also he's well versed in one specific topic uh-huh. uh, in in uh Just in in, in uh and that is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I know a lot I like I I know I know the surface level stuff, um but and I don't know how much of the lore you're into are you into yeah he's in okay yeah. a lot so uh but I've just been seeing like headlines and stuff I haven't haven't even been really through 
most of the Mandalorian except for like season I'm, I'm in season two episode two is where I left off and I see they got Rosario Dawson in there now that's not a, is that a spoiler Rosario Dawson's in there dude some people are super intense like I told you Trevor doesn't watch trailers like at all to this day uh-huh. and like I'm I don't even know if she was in the trailer so maybe it is a spoiler I don't know <laughs> are you gonna cut that out I can no I'm just kidding I don't know it's up to you just again just imagining it <laughs> you sitting in an office having to listen to that <laughs> sorry it's a bottle of lube burping <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you want to be when you grow up a doctor a scientist a bottle of lube burping <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted to yeah I just wanted to see what your thoughts are on like I feel like not only did I see you know I guess that that spoiler news uh but I also saw they're trying to make a Lando Calrissian show with um a, yeah I, well okay yeah there's that and then there's like Obi Wan see and that's why I brought you on here because I I, I kind of Obi Wan thing I feel like I've talked to people about I've talked about to death where it's like. We already saw his entire life story. We don't need, <laughs> I guess there's like parts in between. Parts in between that were like left up to to the, the imagination. But like, do we really have to? Because he's a cool ass character, but like. But there's no room for imagination, David. That's not. That's not that's why. What I'm saying that's why it's. That's not why Disney gets the big bucks, man. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like squeeze everything dry. Because like there, like I, I said, there are like so many interesting like timelines and, st- and storylines they could go down that they just don't want to because they're staying with what's safe and i'm not saying anything that's like new people say this shit all the time but like with the obi-wan thing for example like they got him as a as a kid or like a younger person in phantom menace and like a kind of an older person in attack of the clones and then like an older wiser person anyways as the story goes yeah. on you get like all of his life the only thing that was missing was like all of his life his the 18 years on tatooine where he waited for luke to like grow up a little bit but literally, they always say they're just like, yeah, he just sits in a cave. He just like sits in a cave. So like, we're gonna make a story about that. That it's like, okay, yeah. well, why? Who cares? Like, we got it. We he, he we're good. bring back Hayden Christensen to do what exactly as Darth Vader? Other than I love Star Wars so much. And that's that's I think why I get so like passionate about it because like I said, because I know that there are so many cool things that they could talk about, and they're just like, yeah, like the did you see the um the meme where in uh there's one scene in the mandalorian it's not really a spoiler but there was some mess up that happened where there's like the there's like a uh one frame where there's a guy in jeans like in the back like some some, <laughs> some like effects guy or something. he's like in yeah. the back in the scene somehow like they just, i like, think i did frame. see something like and that. then they're like knowing disney they're gonna make that into merch and it's pants guy and it's oh like, yeah so that's mm-hmm. the kind of stupid shit that they i'm surprised they, they haven't done like, like we're gonna the... dump all the resources into this thing and it's like why they're so like we're gonna do pants guy. It's like, it's a joke. We could just. What about this thing? <laughs> I don't. Know. It, yeah. It, the it, old Republic. It is super weird that they do stuff like that. I mean, like I'm surprised they didn't do anything of like the stormtrooper hitting his head, coming out of the. They. I mean, the, that's uh, another thing. They. They kind of like. Although there are sometimes. I. I don't know if I should give this to like the people at Star like that are in charge of the Star Wars stuff, but because mm-hmm. like the Lego movies are always kind of on point, um, as far as like being pretty genuine feeling and just like funny uh but like because like they did a star wars like holiday special thing recently it was like 40 minutes mm-hmm. and it was 
again, it, I mean, granted, there's like with, with all those Lego movies, there's like kid stuff in it that is like. Oh yeah, this I think I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, but for the most part, it's like it feels like a bunch of people who really cared about Star Wars mm-hmm. worked on this because there's like little jokes and stuff that aren't so like on the nose, like mm-hmm. as far as like with with the Force Awakens where mm-hmm. they're like they're like you know. Quoting lines from past movies, and they're like, well, "You guys remember his thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's right. He's right. Now we're sitting there now, and it's like thirty-five bazillion years later." But like uh, the Lego one, it was just seemed like really gen- I don't know genuine. But anyways, that's that's crazy. Because I, uh, um, I I I, I oh, think what you're describing, huh? Good. Uh, I was thinking what you're describing is like it's like the difference between like the Naked Gun movies and the Scary Movie movies. Where it's like the subtlety, the, the subtlety in the Naked Gun movies. Not only do you have like the, I don't know if you've ever seen any of them, but scary movies, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Naked Gun movies, you know, they're parodies of like pol- police procedural type movies, or not procedurals, but like, pol- you know, uh, lone cop, you know, doesn't play by the rules. Uh, you know, detective, he falls in love with the girl that he's doing the case for, all that mm-hmm. type of stuff, and. They'll have like jokes about that, but they'll also in the background they have these like little tidbits of extra uh, stuff, like signs, like street signs will just say weird stuff, okay. stuff like that, and it's it's just so layered, and it, but it's it's like it's it's very childish, but it's funny, mm-hmm. and then I feel like scary movie it was like that guy just got hit in the face with a shovel because he stepped on it, you yeah. fucking moron. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's, idiot. it's almost... stinky, farty idiot. It, it, yeah, like, it, it's just like, it's so in your face that by the time you're an adult, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Or... Well, that's, that's, I feel like uh, my hipster brain betrays me so much constantly <laughs> because of stuff like that. Because I'm like, like scary movies, for instance, like scary movies in general, not mm-hmm. the franchise, but uh, like, I, I'm really picky with because I, I don't like... Being scared, but like if like the psychological thrillers and stuff, like the oh look at that, that Joker movie, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, how, yeah. Like I just didn't fucking like it, and oh this is this this is interesting because okay so I saw movie against the grain. You want to just start straight there? Maybe? Oh man, it's tough because like um, and this is where like the the part of my brain winces at its own thoughts. It's like <laughs> oh you think you're so fucking smart and you think you're so like whatever. Because it, it feels like the majority of the people that were like, oh my god, this movie is amazing. It's like, do you just only watch like Adam Sandler movies or something? Like, have you never been... This is why I hate my brain. Because like, <laughs> I sound like a pretentious douchebag. Yeah. Like, it, it, it comes off like I'm being a dick. But it's like genuinely like, it feels like they, they've never been challenged by a movie or a show or whatever. Or like they watched Black Mirror and they're like, whoa, that was, that so was crazy. Deep. Why was it crazy? That guy died. And you're like, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> You what missed the, the like, entire social... story. <laughs> yeah, like, what about all this stuff that was, like, layered in that was, like, really crazy and subtle? Are you talking about, like, the, ch- the chick was black? And it was like, why is she dating a white guy? Like, that was insane. <laughs> and you're like, okay, we're not looking at the same things here. That's kind of how Joker felt, where it was like, oh. um, like, all these people were like, this movie's fucking crazy because he, like, straight up shot a guy in the face. And it's like, and he did this whole monologue about being sad. And... <laughs> But um, I wanted to, I mean, other than, like, movies and, and uh, like, so, something you kind of had, had faith in as far as <laughs> that, uh, what's, what's, what's another one of your lost loves uh, as far as, like, we, I think you were, ta- we were talking about, you know, we collaborated on songs and stuff oh, before. Oh, music, but, you're talking about yeah. my lost love with music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said earlier, I, like, 
use music as like a diary kind of to like you know it's like a uh. background theme song for <laughs> um yeah like a diary because you know which i was to express and learn because I, I was really really like super passionate about music and i wanted to know and like learn everything and i i don't know if you remember but i'm like well I know you know it now, but I don't remember. If, I don't know if you remember the very specific thing that I'm going to bring up. But I'm very like s- stubborn, and I was always very excited to like prove not prove myself, but like learn about some new technique or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we, we listened to that XXYYXX song. You yeah, did, yeah. And I was like, this is fucking sick, but I can do this. I, yeah. I could probably figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I spent like the whole next day doing it. And I was like, hey, Jalen, check this out. And I'm just being a dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but but it, you learned something. I would. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Anytime I like like heard something new or learned something new or like whatever, I was so stoked to like you know spend all day, so many days, just like doing that. And so it started off from like a mechanical thing, and then it went into like a like expression thing, where it's like, um, mind you, this is all after high school. Because so mm-hmm. like, in high school, it was literally just I loved like jazz and stuff, and then. The whole jazz thing kind of took a shit because everybody was like, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna be better than Coltrane, and also I'm better than you. And I was like, I just want to play mm-hmm. with my friends. And, and yeah, I, but I think, I mean, ego. you've seen it even play out. Like, in, I feel like, have you ever seen something like, uh, what, La La Land or something like that? They do this thing, or, or Whiplash, like, where it's like, j- jazz in itself seems like right now it's, you know, such a niche genre that it's like you know why it's niche it's because people want to kind of be douches about it and be like oh th- well this is it's like the whole what's real metal argument like you uh, know yeah. like like metal it's, heads and oh that's not real or this is not real it or. sucks because it comes from a like a place that i understand mm-hmm. because like it's not a very popular thing i mean mm-hmm. honestly like in the mainstream and whatever so it's like of is it a fear of it becoming like popular no well i feel like it's it's that but Being it's like also like Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with nerds. Nerds are the same way. I mean, it's like you go into like a like a game shop, mm-hmm. like a tabletop game shop. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. I I hate them. They they're like <laughs> they're so like rah, because it's like you you get shit on so much by everybody. You don't get yeah. the respect you feel like you deserve because like mm-hmm. in your eyes, this like it's just tabletop games, jazz, like all the, or very similar. Certain new games and apps. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> They, you mm. spend so much time in this thing and invest so much of yourself into it to like not get any respect and just to kind of have like their the, the your no people's noses turn up at you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a bit of a chip on your shoulder, and of course it's gonna be like like the the, the new naive guy who's excitable and whatever is gonna get shit on. But say la vie. Um, what was the point of this? Uh, <laughs> my falling out with music. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, like you you. What's the last thing you made, like music-wise? Uh, that I mean, well, that you was for you anyway. New game plus, yeah. Uh, it's like, because uh, I was really into the mechanics of music and like you know the learning about it, and I was just really passionate about it. But then, it became like this weird like competition thing with other people, and or like like no one was really doing music because they were either striving to become famous or they were like like striving to become the best and mm-hmm. that wasn't really what i was doing it for it was like i said like an emotional kind of release yeah and so i kind of just i wanted to keep doing music so i just started doing it by myself and like learning the recording and the mixing and buying new instruments learning new instruments and all that stuff until i like was kind of tackling like every genre i could and every like instrument i could get my hands on for the most part or within reason and then you know whatever but 
one of the, and another thing that's tough is like especially with all the jazz world you have to kind of play the game a little bit and i didn't really want to i did it for a while and it drove me crazy because if you do like corporate gigs and stuff where it's like i'm in a at a what are they called the golf courses uh like top country golf? club oh, country. We're like, <laughs> say, like, yeah, we're at a country club and like you know there's we're like playing for people eating their brunch and like it's like 80 year old women and they're just like hey can you shut the fuck up you're like loud and we're trying to gossip with my <laughs> girls and i'm like I, there's like four people there and like, <laughs> like told to play for an hour or like diamond stores and or like yeah. weddings and stuff or funerals it's just weird because everybody just like we don't need they don't it's not the same and i know it's mm-hmm. like i'm it's, <laughs> why don't i just imagine you playing like the saints go marching in at every event like no matter <laughs> no it's like it's funeral it's like new orleans like like a girl from empanema and blue bossa and shit just like all that like typical jazz people mm-hmm. when people think typical jazz but the problem was that like and i know it's really self it's not selfish i got into it for my own stuff so like the idea that like i have to like i don't know like kind of concede to these yeah like standards it, it's and that's literally what the the songs are called standards, jazz standards yeah. yeah but like um you know, you play the same song a million times. There's no passion in it. There's no heart. I you lost. I lost it. It lost its gust. Its must. Must. Muster. Muster. Yeah. yeah, it lost its muster. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, so there. So there's that. So then, like I said, I wanted to keep it alive. So I kept doing it by myself for a long, as long as I could. But then, you know, it's the same kind of thing happens eventually in that regard too. Um, kind of, I don't know. Said all I needed to say, I guess. And mm. the stuff that I'm doing now is less like angsty you know i wasn't because like at the time i was like recording all this music i was like learning about it was like because you know when we were in school i kind of just like was like like laser focused into music and school and stuff i didn't do any party stuff i didn't do any of this crazy stuff but um so after high school i was like learning about the world for the first time so that was a very crazy experience for me and i was super sheltered when i was a kid for the most part i didn't like do anything Mm -hmm. um and so i had a lot to write about because i was i was like experiencing things a lot of things for the first time and it was like crazy but now that i'm a bit older i just like have this like uh i would say like i'm a bit jaded i'm a little like have a little chip on my shoulder a little bit about all this stuff because mm-hmm. you know it's like i said it was is there is there like a part of you that i guess like wishes that you you would have kind of stuck to it just to see where you'd be or i yeah kind of but there it's funny i i even just today, for example, I saw like <laughs> I uh, I look at people who look kind of like down on me a little bit for kind of like abandoning the whole jazz world and mm-hmm. and uh, like kind of pursuing my own stuff and like because they like kept going yeah and I see them now playing the game the the of like like I know how like how much they can shred they can like play some crazy changes they're amazing mm-hmm. but the problem is. No one fucking cares. Yeah. And so, like, what what I see now is, like, those people who kept going are playing, like, smooth jazz songs. They're, like, doing the Instagram stories. They're, like, ha-ha, I'm so quirky, ha-ha. And it's, like, fucking, like, oh, like, for those audio, for those of you who are audio listeners, I just pantomimed gagging on big black cock. Um, because that's emotionally how it feels for them and for me, you know, seeing it. So that's all you hear when they're on stage. It's kind of, it's kind of. Asa Akira. (laughs) That's what, that's what I hear, dude, when I see it. And so it's, and it's like, I feel bad, but it's like, now you understand where I was 
mm-hmm. coming from when I kind of just fully dipped because it was like I basically I saw the I, I was at a crossroads mm-hmm. and I saw three possible outcomes. I could become a teacher and, you know, it would be the same kind of like uh, like sacrifice as far as like mm-hmm. I'm not expressing myself anymore. I'm just kind of and I taught for a minute and it was it was fine. But it's just like the, the problem is I, I these kids don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really want to play the music. They, yeah. they, this is all just kind of a meme to them. So whatever. There's the idea of trying to be pursue being a professional musician, which being a saxophone player is like Im- almost impossible. Like there's no fucking no one cares. Like there's no mm-hmm. even like e- even when I've met like my fucking like jazz idols, they're like living in a shoebox because <laughs> it's like no one no one cares. It's like you're amazing yeah. and I love you, but mm-hmm. looking at your life is sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then. Um, the third one was like being like a recording engineer and stuff like that. But like, uh, it's just, it's so, um, it's one of those, like, it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also it's so inconsistent as far as like stability goes, unless you own the studio or unless you, whatever. Yeah. That kind of, in the way you, you like kind of describe it, like they, it's almost like they play the game to like never level up or to level up as high as it, like there's a glass ceiling and it's just like, you know, you know, what do you do when your glass ceiling is no different than, in a sense, where you started? Like, yeah. And so, uh, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this other podcast. <laughs> funny enough, it's uh, two dudes talking about other podcasts on their podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's how the you troop. do cross promotion. Well, actually, they're not <laughs> going to talk about us, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And he was explaining, uh, this producer was explaining that like. Um, he went to school to become an engineer and he was already like DJing and he was getting into engineering beforehand, but he was just like, you know, you have to learn about like, you know, uh, you have to know, you know, not only music theory, but you also have to know about like f- different frequencies and, Oh, that shit's insane. And all, yeah, we talked and, about that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and he, it, but he was just like, it's, you know, do you, do you know that stuff? No. So okay. that was that was one of the, the 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 walls that I hit. Oh, okay. Where I was like I I want so badly to get past this point mm-hmm. so that I can like be this person but like I don't fucking care like about <laughs> yeah. this at well, all. Well, see, and that's the point he, like uh so the interviewer asked him he's like, "So, yeah, I mean, you went to school for being an engineer, don't you think that kind of helped?" He's like, "Yeah, and no." He was like cuz especially now cuz he was like when I was doing it, it was like the 80s. So, of course, you're dealing with like the real equipment. He's like these days with DAWs, you can just kind of hop in and you can learn as you go he was like you know i do uh, they want to teach you about frequencies they want to tell you you know uh, about like uh modulating and compressing and it's equalizing it's science and it's, then, it's amazing yeah and then he was he was like he's like you know you know why going to school was uh probably not going to school for it wasn't the best idea he's like because you know what it, it kind of all boils down to how that sound that's exactly dude because like dude that's that honestly so like it's like people uh man like I don't want to name drop anybody in specific, in particular, but like mm-hmm. certain people like look at me working with Ableton and like you're fucking wizard man, you're so cool, and it literally like translates <laughs> to me being like sliding the, the the dry wet slider like all the way up, all the way down, uh-huh. sort of in the middle, sort of a little bit to the left. It's like yeah, fifty five percent is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is that is all like a is all like a like a like a oh so an it equation is. in your head? No, it's just fucking around until you figure out what's probably. Oh, good. so it is just that. Well, it's See, not supposed to. Well, it's like, not supposed to. You know to the be. frequencies, and you know like the, all the, mod- the mm-hmm. modulation stuff you're talking about. Yeah, like because basically, like I said, it becomes a science where it's like you can't have everything has a uh, like um like frequencies and and mm-hmm. whatever. Just like notes have frequencies and stuff like that, and like 440 is a 
I don't remember. It's been a long time, mm-hmm. but whatever. And and so it's like in order to have a perfect mix, you want to have like um like your symbols in this uh like from from this frequency to this frequency only, mm-hmm. and then your your uh, bass from this frequency to this, and everything is like kind of like isolated in its own zones. Mm-hmm. But that's boring as fuck. And also <laughs> like and it's just like I said, I was since I was trying to make like di- diary entries, I'm not gonna sit here and like um whatever. Also, I I kind of didn't. I played the game with jazz and stuff, but, like, I couldn't play the game with my music at all because, like, it was just too personal to me, man. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm using this as, like, a as like an express, like I said, expression of self. So, yeah. like, you know, doing the whole, like... You feel like it, it would cheapen it. Yeah, I mean, a little mm-hmm. bit. But, I mean, and that's the thing. It's, like, at the end of the day, you have to realize that there is, like, compromise and sacrifice that comes into everything in your life. So, it's, like, if you want something badly enough, you'll do whatever it takes. But for that specific thing, every time I got close to like doing something like that, the love of it of the thing would just like start to nosedive, mm-hmm. and but like it would be like, oh, you're getting really close to the thing that yeah. you wanted. But it's like my passion for it dived because I had to like focus on marketing and advertising, yeah. and and networking and all these other things that have nothing to do with the expression. The the, part. the piece itself, yeah, and that's what, and that it's so funny because it's like social media and everything. Even that, even even the piece doesn't matter. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean? like even the main piece doesn't matter. Honestly, it's it's kind of flipped to where the marketing for it is probably the most important. Yeah, and and also element. like like how like how you how you advertise and stuff like and who you know and who it's connect who it's I think who it's connected to is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's the same old thing. Like you you see with with a lot of different products and stuff. Like if, if mm-hmm. Brian Reynolds comes out and says like, "Man, you guys should check out this song." Everyone's gonna be on that song and be like, "Amazing, amazing, amazing!" Mm-hmm. Even if it's not really that good. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. But, <laughs> it, but then the opposite is true, where it's like you have some like people who are killing like you guys or whatever, mm-hmm. and no one will ever, unless it's connected to some <laughs> something yeah. that they can understand, some tangible thing that they can understand. Or, or some, and I mean, I guess, like it, how we were talking about Star Wars earlier, it's kind of that. It's kind of, it's kind of. Oh, this is recognizable. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, you know, ice cream. Oh, well, th- guess what? There's Bro, a rap yo. song attached to ice cream. Now. Yeah, exactly. And I and it's gross, and I hate it. But it's like, <laughs> and it's like I under and you know, it's mm-hmm. funny. I was actually thinking about something similar to this when we were in Five Guys earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, shouts out, Five Guys. This episode <laughs> sponsored by Five Guys. <laughs> five uh, Guys, get all five. Yeah, get all five. <laughs> um, there's nothing like since there's so many fucking people like in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like so many everything's become like there are so many industries that have become so like monopolized or whatever yeah i feel like there's no like purity or like um like passion in anything like Mm. everybody's just kind of working for somebody else and i know that's like real big brain bullshit but like (laughs) it feels really weird because it's like i want to like five guys is good and stuff but Mm -hmm. it's and it's a fast food joint for sure but like even when I go to fancier places, it still feels kind of lackluster. Can can consider like when you watch like Gordon Ramsay mm-hmm. cook or talk about food, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I fucking love food," and I just like so being binging with Babish, where he's like, "And I did this, and I threw this," and it and it feels like genuine. I don't feel like that that there's a there are a lot of industries left that are, that are still that pure of heart, mm-hmm. where it's just like a bunch of everyone in the kitchen is are is passionate about food. No, it's like there's a guy in there. He just like had to feed his kids, and like that's just the nature of yeah. the world, I guess. But, and you can obviously get passionate for something yeah. with those. And I, and I think that, and you know, I feel like a lot of people in industries like that, it, there was a passion there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the thing is, it's not necessarily, especially in sort of how education works, especially in this country, is not there's not a big emphasis on 
the culinary industry in elementary school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and that it's sorry. uh, Well, and I'm just saying, like, you know, it had to be a passion for you to get to it, so it could turn into something dead end. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, is it is it the way that it's commodified that makes you kind of not want it anymore, or is it the fact that maybe there was something else you wanted to turn to, but uh, but this was like the time that that those formative years was where you decided that you wanted to do this, so this is all you really have skill for. Well, if you, you think about, I mean? if, since we're going to, we can keep going with this food thing. Mm-hmm. For the food, like, craze got popular after 9-11. Everyone mm-hmm. was, like, destroyed mm-hmm. and needed some sort of comfort, and the Food yeah. Network was, like, expl- exploded at the time. I did um, not know that. Yeah, because everyone was, like, looking for just, like, safety and comfort, and mm-hmm. the Food Network kind of provided that. And so now, ev- and then they started coming out with celebrity chefs, and now everybody wanted to be a chef. And so that industry had to like, like, milit become become so militant mm-hmm. because they was just getting this influx of yeah. So people they, who didn't it, really know mm-hmm. if they really wanted to do this yeah. thing. Yeah, they needed gatekeepers in a yeah. sense. Yeah, and that's how music is, and has all and has been for the, as long as music has existed. Certain music, <laughs> certain music, because if you're the like like I feel like if you're the like, top of the crop now, it, which is the highest genre, definitely is hip hop. I feel like you don't really need that as much. The gatekeepers isn't are you like kidding. There's like, there there are no. I'm not saying gatekeepers don't exist. Oh, okay. But I, there's way easier ways to bypass them because the genre is already so flooded. Like, like the gatekeeper. I feel be- like because mm-hmm. it's so flooded, it, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't need its own. It doesn't need like industry gatekeepers. It has like people gatekeepers where, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, if it's not connected to somebody or something. Like, how are you supposed to pop off? You could True. be on some crazy talent show and win, and no one will give a fuck unless uh, 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 Cardi B's up there yeah, telling you you're smacking the one you who with won. her titties and being like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Welcome back to Poetry Smack. Y'all ready for the next spoken word? All right. That's what I like to hear. Coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jay Smooth and K Rhymes, aka the Super Rhyme Brothers. Yeah, yeah. What up, ladies? What up, Misha? What's up, my guys? What up, y'all? What's cracking? Yeah, yo, what up, yo? I'm Jay Smooth. Yo, and I'm K Rhymes. And we are not the Rhyme Brothers. yeah, I couldn't we tell you why. We are not the I'm told not even related to this nigga. I met him at like a corner. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, anyway, this 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 next one is called. My yeah, it's one of it's one of our, both of our favorites. We call this one. Yeah. She leads. I follow. You follow. Any, anyway. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah. It go like go like this. Oh girl, your eyes burn. Right like the embers of a heart. Looking so good as you do your thing. Smelling like passion fruit and cocoa butter. God, God damn. damn. Brown skin lady. She's a black star. She also knows how to use an abacus, so you know she does her taxes. <laughs> I read an email, so I know her address. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I read her tweets. So I know what's happening. What, what, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, uh, uh, y- y'all, that was a yeah. typo. No, it's not. He said that on accident. No, it's not. I didn't say that on accident. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You should leave Scott. What? Cause he ain't matching this. No, bro, 
Bro, you a little hard on the yeah, mic. Yeah, Buck Scott. Yo. Buck Scott. Look. I hate Scott. Fucking hate Scott. Chill, chill. Let me get my line. Let me get my line. I, 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 I still remember the day I got your phone number. When you wrote it for the other nigga at the bar. What? Wait, bro. Yeah, yeah, I picked it up out the trash can. You yeah, right? hey. and I called you and watched you hang up on me in your car. Bro, this yo, what the fuck? Yo, yo, I saw your Netflix queue through the window yesterday. What? You was watching you? That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, except nah. the main character, he was slacking. Man, that shit was not bro. legit. Bro, yo, yo, she was so disrespectful. This is not man, book, bro. man, what was he thinking? Hey, I'm a gentleman, baby girl. I take off my shoes when I sneak in. Nigga, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. I Yo, left a pie for you on your no. counter last night, Misha. Uh, you was in I made house. it with plenty of pecans. I know that's your favorite. I read bro. it in your diary. Bro. Don't bro. worry, baby. It's safe. Bro. I ain't finna poison you. Nah, nah, bro. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. nah. Nah, look, look, y'all. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Fuck Scott. Yo, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk at all. I got Scott in my trunk right now. Yeah, what? yeah. Nah. I'ma kill hey, him. Hey, bro. I'ma kill him tonight. Why you it? Bro. Yeah, Stop. I'ma chop him up Stop, in a little piece. Bro, this is our career hey, right Misha, now. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, Misha, bro. I put my, I I put my hair no. and skin no. in that pot so you eat it. We'll be Somebody together forever. Run, I'll be Misha. a part of you, Misha. Misha. if you in the building yo, right now. I'ma I'm make a pie in the sky, too. No. Yo, yo, get off of me. Yo, yo, hold it down, hold it down, hey, hold it down, hey, look, look, alright, look, look, the cops is coming, y'all, don't, don't, don't be alarmed, we got these niggas off stage, we really need to start proofreading these polls, we got psychos up here, I can't do this. Yeah, but I don't know, <laughs> I don't know dude. I, we, 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 uh, we we got way off course. Yeah. But no, I, I think um, you're talking about cooking and you're talking about 911. Kinda, yeah. Well, not 9-11 specifically. How cooking My calls 911. My opinions 9/11. on 9-11, sort of rad. <laughs> Definitely don't keep that in there. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. Man, I'm just full of incriminating myself. <laughs> I'm really good at making myself the worst. <laughs> But you were talking about the Food Network and how it got popular. Yeah, just and how that exists in like every industry now. Because like mm-hmm. before, I feel now. Granted, like there were a lot of things, like social things that I'm. I feel like we progressed in, and I, I'm mm-hmm. like, there's a part of me that's willing to. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm super stoked. Stoked? What the fuck? I'm super happy that there <laughs> are like social things that we've like progressed so much on like you know mm. gay rights human basic human mm-hmm. rights like women have had like a big uh, uptick <laughs> uptick and being able to do stuff i guess i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm not a woman but um but there are certain things that i do think were like i don't know more romantic but i feel like everybody who is it just sounds so like old head yeah know, where it's like oh back in the day people were passionate about the things they did well, now all you guys want to do is be I, famous and shit I, I it's think, like ah that's whack i think I think it's something to be said sort of about that. Like, yeah, in a sense, everything, it's almost like, you know, certain wars are over for, you know, 
whatever oppressed group. But I think I feel like the issue is this: there's been so much emphasis and pressure put on what you don't want. You don't even know why you don't want it. If that makes sense, like, like not and not to say that, like, oh, you know, uh, people should, you know, black people should have been fine being slaves or something. Like that's crazy to even say. I I just mean I think it's like at a certain point you do get what you want, and then it's like, oh, that well, that's not enough. It doesn't feel like you know. It doesn't feel like we've like. Touch oh, the man, sky that's, yet? That's a whole. That's a whole other thing. And it's a, it's a whole another rabbit hole. But I think it's. I think it's kind of in the same realm as art. I feel like because it's like, to, in in I guess in the field of like visual art for me anyway, um, I feel like the highest you can go is to be one of these uh, like Instagram artists who has you know a high number of followers, blue check mark, and you you got your website where you're selling prints and you're selling T-shirts and uh and maybe you even have like a, an exhibit or mural or uh in like a you know big town square type thing and even but the the thing is it's such it's it's in that realm where it's like the people who are there in a sense have to care you know what i mean otherwise otherwise it's just every it's jazz it's you know i was what gonna mean? say it, what you're describing about the instagram artist sounds so much like the famous jazz saxophone player where it's like mm-hmm. where it's like cool as like a like an up-and-coming jazz saxophone mm-hmm. player but like in reality it, as cool as it seems it's not as cool as it is yeah. it's like like these this niche group of people who appreciate art for your example or yeah. like really into it and they respect you and whatever but like the reality of the situation is like I mean, brand deals, I guess, but how much money are you... There's no, like, security. Like, you don't feel like you're not as mm-hmm. Well, well as... I, I think, like I said, I think it's everything. It's it's sort of arts transition into business that makes it really hard if for any, a lot of people. Any form of art, yeah. Yeah, any, any form of art in general. And Because it, it's, it's, the, it's the big question of, uh, like, art versus commerce, I guess, is what it, what it is. It's like, um, uh, you know... Like I'm, uh, oh, I'm famous for drawing, you know, Mickey Mouse or whatever. But then I, I did this, you know, I did a, I do this big show. This is all hypothetical. I do this big show, uh, where I want to start doing Goofy, and everyone's like, "Where's the Mickey Mouse thing you're so famous for? We still want that. Mm-hmm. This is cool. This looks nice, and we love you because you're you. But we also want the Mickey Mouse. If the Mickey Mouse isn't here, you're gonna lose half these people." Yeah. You know, you just gained all this money to do this show and there's no Mickey Mouse. What's wrong? You know, it, it becomes that thing where it's like you got it. Now you now you have an audience to please. But, the you know, what you didn't have that audience when you were loving doing it necessarily. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing with food and everything else. Uh-huh. Like you see, yeah. I don't know why I keep talking about food. But no, I mean, if, food to me is interesting because it's not it, it's like food is the only I feel like trend that you can you can bring back and never, no one's ever like, nah. Like, like no one's like, oh, spaghetti's so played out. I'm done with spaghetti <laughs> for like the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. But yeah, just as far as like the whole like love aspect and the, the uh, passion mm-hmm. and like you mentioned them having, like the consumers having expectations and ha- mm-hmm. wanting it to be the exact same every single time, forcing mm-hmm. the people who are making this stuff to like mm-hmm. come up with this very corporate strategy and like method in which to like, provide it mm-hmm. the exact same way every single time same thing with like like or as far as like music goes it feels like it's like that's the 
there's like the same kind of formula mm-hmm. and and same thing with like it, it, youtube and instagram and all those kind of influencers or whatever yeah it's like they fought it's like this color by numbers thing where it's like as long as you hit these kinds of marks it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. you're doing or saying at all like yeah. it literally has no the substance of the thing doesn't matter it's more of the idea of the things so mm-hmm. like with youtubers it's like what's up you guys yeah. it's so great to be here i'm gonna prank my fucking girlfriend i'm gonna shit on her chest and she's not even gonna know and it's gonna be amazing and then i'm gonna give her an iphone 12 <laughs> fucking hip thrust up motherfucking like button and so it's like it doesn't matter what they're doing or yeah. saying kids are gonna fucking watch well, it i think i think yeah, they can get advertisements through it and yada yada, yada. i think that's the true glass scene though is like the when the brand is commodified like when it's like you like artist wise i mean i think that means like you're like you're not on you're not on album two you're on album five and at by album five it's not even the music that's selling the music it's your name that's selling the music so at that point you could do anything and it's, it's kind of weird that it's almost like a second freedom because the first freedom was being able to do in the first place the second freedom is now that people are so used to the way you did it then that if you were to change you might not lose your crowd. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the way the weekend is able to do it or like Tyler, the creator is able to do it. They have, there's a point where you get to it, where even if you lost two, three fans that, or uh, two, uh, 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 let's, let's go into thousands, uh, two thousand, three thousand fans. It's really not going to hurt you that much. Yeah. And it's, but that's how you get motherfuckers like Kanye West mm-hmm. where like, like his name, like you said, it's mm-hmm. not like even, what he's saying at that point is like his mm-hmm. name is, is making you... those shoes like, like 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 people were willing to buy those looking yeah. at and they look goofy to me but like yeah yeah it like it's like you you know and i think that's weird that that's like the second freedom but it's but like i said that seems like it i don't know if that's a trap or not because the thing is it's like would you have transformed if there wasn't so much pressure to make the same thing all the time you know what i mean like is it a is it a I, I think it's, is it a necessary evil? What I would say is like, in let's let's stop talking about this. Let's, okay. Let's let's focus on like if in a perfect world, mm-hmm. if we could create a perfect environment in which we would flourish the best, what would it what would that mm-hmm. look like? And I think there are elements that exist right now in in that where like, um, my my I used to think about this all the time where it's like what could 50 cent have to talk about anymore like after after <laughs> all of his like pop-offs success yeah. and all of his actual life stuff that he would talk about mm-hmm. what more rich shit can you talk about but then mm-hmm. i thought about it because i was angry about it at first because i was like who <laughs> fucking cares not specifically about 50 cent yeah. just in general with that like like rich people talking about rich people shit and it's mm-hmm. like who fucking cares but then i realized like it it's not necessarily like like rich people talking about rich people shit which, which is boring it's like you kind of get an opportunity to gain a new perspective and gain mm-hmm. a new like um like because i i don't know i've never been to france but it would be sick to go there and maybe if i went there and had some experiences there or like had mm-hmm. some memories in australia or did some whale shit in, <laughs> in wales wherever whales exist <laughs> then mm-hmm. i would have these like different wells to draw from create mm-hmm. creative wells to draw from and i think that would be really amazing because then if you have all this money you can travel and you can do all mm-hmm. this stuff and like experience all these things which i think would be like super beyond cool and like super helpful for the creative process because granted there is a there is um like a creativity that can come from within yourself when you're isolated in a room by yourself yeah. which is like this whole like psychosis fueled like thing that Siobhan's so good at mm-hmm. but like um like can you imagine how much more stuff you would have to like 
I don't know. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I learn new words from shows. You know what I mean? I learn new phrases and mm-hmm. ways of thinking from people and stuff like that. So if I had like – and that's only this small mm-hmm. thing that I have. You know what I mean? So I think that would be cool. But the problem is that we've given that opportunity and what happens instead is it's just kind of not – it's just being kind of recycled. Regurgitated. But I, but I think that there's nothing that, new. That's like the second hand to it. Like I think because when it comes to art, what makes it art is that it's shared. I think shared is the the main point because if it's if you're just like you're channeling a situation and you're putting it into a painting, a song, or whatever, you're putting it in there. In a sense, it is for you, and it always will be in a sense intrinsically like connected to you you created it it's a child i guess mm-hmm. and but the thing is i feel like how much does it exist if no one else hears it or if but, no one else sees it and from there what can you do like how do you assess to create more things because then because at a certain point it's an echo chamber right yeah like you know if i keep painting the same smiley face different canvas same smiley face and no one's seen any of these well, it's or, or, I w- or maybe, I guess I should word that better. If I paint one smiley face and no one sees that one and I paint another one hoping someone else will and they don't see it, then I paint another, you know, at what point do I have too many smiley faces? Or, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? And, I mean uh, like, like do, do, does the change in art exist without a viewer or somebody to kind of... Yeah, absolutely. You know. I mean, think about everything that we've done or we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes from like a level of like self uh, not self-respect but like uh, there's a super sick quote that i wish i like could remember <laughs> you know like, who said it no i wish i could remember exactly how it went but it's basically I was like it tony robbins <laughs> <laughs> fuck off dude it's it was basically essentially it was like like you have what you like mm-hmm. like in in mu- movies and in art and whatever and so this this becomes your expectation of greatness mm-hmm. and then you have where you are mm-hmm. which is not here but it's yeah. like where you you want to get there and everything mm-hmm. in between is like the process to getting there like that that is pushing you to like become this thing mm-hmm. uh it's it's a it's a really good quote but i can't remember oh, you mean it. the whole the whole uh the the journey is better than destination no type. not that shit but like okay. <laughs> um sorry that's that, just played out it's just played Burn out it. spaghettios shoot it uh no like basically saying that like, oh, like it's <laughs> it's okay to not it's good that you don't think you're good yet mm-hmm. because like if you have this it, because it'll keep pushing you now yeah. to get like discouraged and to stop that's kind of whack but like mm-hmm. to use that as like jet fuel to yeah. push you towards that thing is good like even i feel like even the burnout in between is something yeah absolutely I mean? no for sure i mean we, we we have plenty of lapses in projects and stuff mm-hmm. but what i was going to say was that even though we didn't have like a crazy amount of people following or or this crazy explosion of exposure um we still were moving towards something because we knew we wanted this yeah outcome yeah this, like, this and, version yeah. of that and I was that's so funny you say it because I was talking to my friend last night. Uh, uh, huh? I'm kidding. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I was talking to my friend last night about this, and I was telling I was telling her about sort of like I think <laughs> this like I feel like in current time, uh, like there's like a, a desire to sort of uh, that th- like there's almost like there's a belief that equality comes out of like destroying like a high a hierarchy Mm -hmm. but i feel like without a hierarchy what what does anyone truly have to strive for 
And it's and because it's not like I feel like in work, in working on anything, it's not really about you know who suffered more in doing that work. It's it's what was the outcome, and do are you satisfied with the outcome? And if not, yeah, your, keep going. Your personal expectations mm-hmm. and like, um, are, are they're going to be different from everybody else's, and like mm-hmm. your version of. A perfect movie and my version of it of a, of a perfect movie is gonna be different but it's yeah. like if we're both working on movies it's like yeah. we're, we're gonna yeah yeah but in, in my, my point though is like if if we both saw the same movie you know and you got what you got from it and i got what i got from it and we're both striving to get to that movie like i think that movie is important you know what i mean yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times these days we just want to destroy that movie because we're not there that's not us. Oh no! You know no, what I mean. No, no, no. I, I don't I know feel about like, now. I mean, I, uh-huh. maybe cause not us, anyways. Yeah, I, no, I mean, a few yeah. years ago, I think we. I I don't know about you guys, you, but like mm-hmm. I remember, I was very. I struggled with that, mm-hmm. where I would be like, like anytime I would watch a Jacob Collier video, I'd get like angry. I'd <laughs> be like, "Fuck everything I've done my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna be this guy." But 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 see, even I feel like even in that, it wasn't yours. Wasn't sort of defeatist in this way where you were like vindictive of. No. what he had and i no. think i think a lot of times that's where we are like we're in this spot where it's like i'm so frustrated what they did even though i think it's great shouldn't even exist because i want mine to exist like it's it's like there's almost like there's no room for anybody yeah and which is kind of weird because it's like we have the biggest tool in the world to find your audience it's just are you going to keep searching or are you going to keep bitching about taking their audience like i mean it's hard though considering uh, how oversaturated every like artistic medium is true so i can understand where that like, like, like no i understand the from. frustration but i feel like to sort of like put that out there as if that's the only way to get oh, it yeah. like i think that's that, that's a little um i see it more as like a venting thing but not like yeah like what are we gonna actually find try and find a solution for this thing no it's just yeah like being a bitch and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's allowed yeah and, and it's, it's allowed but it's allowed and it's, it's valid in a yeah. sense but it's not it's not productive. ideal yeah it's not productive and yeah uh but moving on <laughs> yeah sorry because we got into rabbit hole we were talking about mu- your i love music. when i get get into little rabbit holes <laughs> lube gets up in them rabbit holes man yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what that made me think of. I was just show, I was just showing my brother the other day because I was like, "Have you ever seen or like heard audio of a rabbit like dying?" What, dude? What the hell? Where did that come? Okay, from? where does this come? Because I was watching. It was a. It was like a. Oh, that made me so sad. Wait, I know. Like I was thinking about Watership Down. Have you heard of that? No. It's like an animated movie. It's it's just like a ser- it's like Animal Farm. It's like okay. animals personified. It has it's like all this. Get to the point. Allegory. Starting to cry. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, like a rabbit in real life, like with like if they've been like eaten by a coyote or something like that, they sound like human screaming. It's the creepiest thing on the planet. And I, it, I, that made me think. That made me think about like animals. I'm just like, are they just like not talking to not freak us out and like. The moment that they're like about to like die or something, or they're just like, oh god, like what if they were like talking? That wouldn't that be crazy, creepy? Jalen, I hate, <laughs> I hate you. I gave you nightmares. Yeah, dude, because you know why? Because it's it's late o'clock currently, <laughs> and I have to go home on my my motorcycle and be alone. <laughs> I'm sorry. With that in my head, absolutely. With the because you know it's fucked up because. What's that movie? Annihilation. Mm-hmm. You seen that movie? Oh yeah, with the the bear. Eat shit and die, Jalen. Because <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about right now. 
And that scared the living piss out of me, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, Trevor's going to laugh so hard just, at me later when, he, when I tell him about just this. don't Google it. Oh, wait, Fuck you, dude. Is there a story? Or is that... Well, because when we watched Annihilation, that shit scared the shit out oh, of me. Okay. And he just would, like... Trevor has this fucking, like, weird, like, <laughs> passion for scaring the shit out of me. So he'll, like, do things... Mm. It's like a weird like uh, older brother thing, I think. You know what I mean? Where mm. like the noogies and the the spinning on my face, or mm. I don't know, whatever <laughs> older brothers do. I don't know, um, peeing on my pillows. But um, he like he'll like know that I'm scared of. I'm scared of like oh, I have a perfect example. Mm. I, I'm scared of like like a couple things, not many, but like the th- mm. couple things that I'm scared of are like crippling. <laughs> um, and so he'll just like turn the brake this happened like a couple times like where it's turn the breakers off in the in the house so like mm-hmm. the lights won't work yeah oh and then he'll just like blast on he'll connect all of his speakers like downstairs mm-hmm. and play this specific sound oh and i'm just like alone i thought i was alone because they have like all of their their houses like smart house so it's like they can lock and unlock and mm. set things up from like wi-fi from like three years or three miles down the road they mm-hmm. can fuck with stuff even if they're not in the house so I'm in the house alone. The lights are not working. Oh. This sound just just fucking screaming from upstairs. And then mm. he comes in. Ha ha! I got you. Wasn't that so silly? <laughs> no! I peed on your floor. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> that makes it uh, so. But I and, I don't want to like dig deeper into it. But I just think we that can. It, it was because it's crazy. The crazy thing about it is like. It's like it's oh, you're, almost, well, you're on this rabbit thing. Still. No, 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 it's no, no, not no, not, not just, I'm talking about annihilation now. Oh, good. Oh, just that, just that little piece you mentioned. I'm not gonna just Yay. repeat those, but it's like it's almost like the perfect type of nightmare. If you really think it's like, oh, it's Jaylen, something I like. Wish you'd stop. I'm oh sorry. my god. No, I'm, go just gonna, I'm just gonna say it's something mundane wrapped in something like that's horrifying. my biggest. That's fear. the crazy thing. Anything. Yeah. So like, you can have like. Oh man, it's a zombie. It's also a shark, and I'm like, I not so scared. Yeah. But when it's like, it's like you wake up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and there's a person there. It's just a guy. Yeah. But why is he there? Yeah. And well, also, like, why is what's that sound? Mm-hmm. And also, like, again, why is he here? Like I said, but no, to me, like you're on like tip of it. Like that's terrifying. The thing is, my thing is, it's much more terrifying if it's like an owl, and the owl has like a human mouth. And not only is it talking, but it sounds just like you. Every time you say something, it says the exact same thing and just stares at you endlessly. That's the, I think that's a little like it's wrapped in something that's already very unorthodox and weird. And then the mundane part is your voice. Yeah, that's and why. Then that's what I mean. Like that's the, why the uh, <laughs> like don't hug me, I'm scared, and and untitled footage of a bear, and too many cooks. That's why those videos scared the shit out of me so much. You were afraid of too many cooks. I was scared of all three of those <laughs> so much. But the thing, the problem with it was that it was so like interesting oh, and yeah, so yeah, amazing yeah. that I got so wrapped up the in it. The vibrant colors. The... No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, but like, I'm just like, as far as like the idea of all of this and like mm. the, the creative, um, I don't know the way that it, they did everything. Like <sighs> with untitled footage of a bear, I went down this whole rabbit hole of learning everything about the thing and, and the, the writer and the director and whatever. And just like, the lore of everything. There's like a whole wait. Untitled footage Dude, of a okay. bear is untitled footage of a bear is what? So all right, let me paint a fucking picture for you there, fella. <laughs> all right. I am. I was dating um at the time. Okay. And it's not really pertinent mm-hmm. to the story, really. But I was dating at the time, and I used to sleep over there, you know, like a couple nights a week or whatever. 
But the problem is, like, just like any other ex-girlfriend I've had, uh, or mm-hmm. any girlfriend I've had, they would fall asleep way faster than I would. So I would be up for, like, four hours just, like, in mm-hmm. their room with nothing to do. And, sorry, she had, like, you know, TV. So I would just yeah. watch TV. It was nothing, like, it wasn't, like, a smart TV. It was just, like, cable, which I never had. I haven't had cable in, I can't tell you how long. So it was just, like, you know, uh, Family Guy reruns and shit. So I'm watching Adult Swim, and it's, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I've been alone at this point <laughs> for, like, four hours just watching TV, chilling, mm-hmm. and this infomercial comes on. And just like what happens at that time of night, infomercials oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. And it's just um, like this allergy commercial that slowly nose dies. Oh, yeah. Into like the, I saw that one. Yeah. Into this weird, fucked up thing, but it's so slow and so subtle and so whatever yeah. that it's so uncomfortable. But it also Donna? draws you in. Donna! <laughs> yeah. Eat shit, man. I don't know what, what adults win. I don't know. What are they? Like, who runs that place? And why do they get to do all this weird shit? But um, but speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of uh, your, 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 your old days and, and, and your lady problems, like, you, you, you have a reputation of, of getting yourself in trouble on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, certain- yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time I was on a podcast, I was, like, trying to – because, like, my friends, they, like – acquaintances i don't know what they are anymore but they <laughs> they like don't they didn't know much about me they were kind of like we were like i had my main set of like four friends just like you guys i had like my main mm-hmm. set of like four really close friends and then we all had like two like outside friends of that thing and so mm-hmm. the, the outside friends had like ideas of who we were but not that we weren't super close we were kind of close anyways so one of the things was like you know they knew about my like tumultuous history with dating and like whatever and like they would like you know one of the top one of the things they wanted to talk about was like you know how do you like pick up women how do you talk to women or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i have the thing is i have no idea like i don't (laughs) i don't just go i'm not like a fucking like uh uh Gigolo. I was gonna that's say gigolo, but that's not the word. Yeah, but I'm not like a like a dynamo as far mm-hmm. as like I like to, hey baby, what's going on? Like, <laughs> let me get your number. Like I don't do that shit. It's mm-hmm. and the, what I was trying to explain to them was like was something, but it just came off really douchey. Where I was like, you know, it's not like it was like I, I was forming a friendship, and it was just like every, there was a lot of people hanging out at the time, and you mm-hmm. know, I learned we became friends, and then you know, feelings happened, whatever. They it was, but it wasn't me. It wasn't like me going out of my way to do anything. It was kind of just them, whatever. But then they decided they were like, let me point out this key factor if i there was it was me and four other people and they were like if we took all of the girls that we've been with and put them together it's still not as many as you've been with and i was like oh that makes me sound like worse than it is when you (laughs) think about it it's actually not that bad because it's Mm -hmm. like two one three two so it's like it's not that many when you add that. not only that but they made responsible and sensible choices as to who they chose as partners shut up (laughs) i was emotionally you know i was going through a lot so a lot of people use like sex or use love to get sex that was like the dude thing back in the day (laughs) love that sex like oh tell her that you love her and she'll fuck your brains out but like for me it was always flipped i was always using like all these girls just wanted to fuck my little giblets I wanted to gargle my giblets. That's gonna be in our merch. It's gonna be in a T-shirt. Yeah, uh, gargle my, little, my giblets. Gar- my little giblets. My little giblets. <laughs> and so I was using that to get like companionship and stuff, but obviously that didn't. Neither of those things work because mm-hmm. it's not healthy. But yeah. Um, and I learned a lot through that. Like I, I mentioned earlier about like learning about the world for the first time and like having no idea how anything. Like I didn't know what hooking up meant until like I was like twenty, almost 
22. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Ken was, I was hanging, we were hanging out with all this <laughs> group of people and you know, Ken was, or you know, Ken was like, uh, one of my friends was, was like, you know, like uh, wants to like get your number. And I was like, why? Oh, I shouldn't have been saying their names. Let's roll that back. Yeah, it's fine now. I'll bleep them or whatever. Um, I've always wanted to use a bleep. I've never actually had a chance. It's annoying because they always come out way too loud. So you have to like <laughs> put the volume way down. Anyways, one of my friends was saying mm-hmm. that like, oh, so uh, this girl wants your number and like wants to hang out. And I was like, why? She doesn't know anything. We hung out once in a big group. What does she want to hang out with me? And she's like, oh, he's, she's, you know, he, he was, my friend was saying, you know, she wants to like hook up and like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, oh, like get each other's contact information or like what does that mean hooking up and i don't know i was like super late to the party with a lot mm-hmm. of stuff but i guess i'm preaching to the choir here yeah. <laughs> yes you are what was the other thing you wanted to oh just yeah and then so i was basically like like oh so when i was on the other podcast the incriminating thing going back to that mm-hmm. it was just basically me the incriminating being like, podcast yeah <laughs> it was basically me being like um like she came to me, and also this girl wanted me at the same time, and blah blah blah. And it's all true, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, not cool. Because I was like seeing one of the people at the time, so it was like, <laughs> like I was telling the origin story of how mm-hmm. she and I met, which was really cool. But the problem was that this person was still kind of around. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like I was telling the origin story of of how I met Erica and how amazing it was, but I was mm-hmm. still like. And in the origin story, I was still hanging out with Sage, so it was like mm-hmm. this whole weird thing. If, that was... And it's so funny. I feel like if you were that dude that you said that you like, you, you aren't, it would just like they kind of probably roll with it. It was like, like you. Probably... Oh, bro, you're so fucking <laughs> radical. Your no, dick that... is probably like scabby, huh? But you, you fuck so much. But you like got. <laughs> no, I mean like you have you got her open oh, wounds or... on your but now they have her like, or uh, like she's on the show with you. He's like, yeah, tell him, tell her, tell him, babe. Tell him, babe. Ooh, you tell. Dude, I feel bad because I feel like last the last <laughs> podcast you guys did was probably like super chill, and you probably had like a few jokes here and there. And I'm just like, fucking open wounds, open sores on your cock. <laughs> well, well, this is this is the fun of it. To have, like, uh, each person has each, a different. Yeah, everybody is different, so you know. I'm horny. <laughs> I'm horny. <laughs> Just kidding. This is this will do great things. For That's your, why I, your dating uh, life. Yeah, I don't. Uh, hey, but you're a bottle of lube. Nobody knows what you look like. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and then they'll need you in the end, right? So it's that. <laughs> yeah, once they're done listening to this podcast, they're gonna go straight to beating their cheeks, their own <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> Yo, you ever beat your own cheeks? <laughs> Shit's wild. But yeah, man, um, it was a fun time talking to you, man, uh, David, and this. The Adventures of Black Detective and the Learning Piano. And the Learning Piano, yeah. That was, <laughs> we, we forgot to advertise that. We got to do that. Um, <gasps> and But yeah, thank you for joining me uh, on this. Uh, I, we will definitely see David again because he is part of the crew. Um, one day we'll have... A, Everybody here. Um, I was gonna say all four, but I think who knows how many people we actually have in on this podcast. You don't know how many people are in the room at the moment. Uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us. This has been the Our Gang Podcast. Thank you for being a friend. Ooh, oh, oh, oh.